You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And you know what? I'm not even going to spend a lot of time here on this introduction because I am just so excited to dive into what God has downloaded to me for you today. So let's just hop straight into it. I really want to talk about today God's promises, because that's what I know that we should be focused on in this time. And when a crisis occurs, Often, our first reaction is to question God and ask why it had to happen. I know many of you may be at home during this quarantine, during this pandemic, during whatever it is that you're doing right now, and you might be stuck in isolation or sheltering in place or whatever it is. And you may be thinking to yourself as a believer, God, why did this have to happen? Like I thought 2020 was going to be my year. This was not on my vision board. I don't understand, Lord. Why are we going through this? I'm seeing death everywhere. So many people are dying and in mourning. And I just want to know why, God, why did this have to happen? But I want you to know that there is a better way to respond. And we're going to discover how learning the right response in this situation is more important than learning the reason why God made it happen. So, Let's go back. I want you to get past trying to find a reason why it happened and focus on God's reassurance that he will never leave you in the midst of the storm. God will always be with you. And a year from now, maybe even two years from now, we will know why this pandemic had to happen. But for now, we can come to the place of knowing that no matter why it had to happen (laughs) or what bad decision caused it, God will use it to get us one step closer to our destiny. We know for a fact that God is an intentional God. And we also know for a fact that he does everything for a reason. So if we are dealing with this pandemic, guess what? God has a reason behind it. So I want you to know that what the devil meant for evil Okay, I might sound a little preachy this episode, but just stay with me. Stay with me, sis. Trust me, I got you. What the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around for good, right? So if the devil meant this pandemic for evil, God could surely use it to turn it around for good. So why can't this pandemic be both evil and good? Why can't it be an attack from the devil that God used and repurposed in order to accomplish his greater purpose on earth? It didn't have to happen. And I don't want you to blame it on God, but the world was disobedient, making one bad decision after another. So here we are. But if we stay stuck in the reason why the pandemic happened, we will miss the revelation. God's purpose is still intact. 
even if the world looks like it's going to hell in a handbasket. Listen, God's purpose is still intact. So what I want you to do is rely on God's promises. God's promises come in two levels, okay? The recorded promises, which are in his word, and the applied promises, which are our experience. That is when he takes his recorded promise and applies it to our unique situation so we can see the revelation. So what do you know? That's my question to you today. What do you know? What promises of God do you know? What's the revelation that you've had? What is the promise? What is the purpose? Let me just, I just want to help y'all out. Let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the Bible real quick. Mark 35 to 41, and I will be reading from the NIV version. And it says, as the evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out leaving the crowds behind. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care? We're going to drown. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the winds and the waves obey him. So in the midst of the storm, God was sleeping. Jesus was sleeping. He was at the back of the boat with his head on his cushion and he was resting in the midst of the storm. Why? Why could Jesus rest when there was turmoil writhing up all over and around him? The people that he surrounded himself with was panicking because they didn't know what's happening. They just saw the storm kick up the hurricane, the tsunami, whatever it was in that time. They saw it kick up and they were frightened. They were afraid. But Jesus was just in the back of the boat with his pillow resting. So you might ask yourself, why was was Jesus resting? Well, guess what? Jesus was holding on to God's promise because Jesus knew it wasn't his time yet. He knew that he still had work to do. He knew that there was still things that God sent him down to the in earth that he had to accomplish before he died. So because of that, he knew that this little storm couldn't touch him. So why am I going to be afraid? Why am I going to have fear when I know this is not the way that I am am purpose to die because Jesus had a purpose in his death. So I want you to think about it. You see the world around you full of fear, going crazy. Why did this happen? People are stressed. People are depressed. People are anxious. People don't know where their next meal is going to come from. But in the midst of this storm, in the midst of this pandemic, you still have the choice to be like your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and rest and sleep. Because guess what? You know the Lord's promise. You know that his purpose in your life is not yet fulfilled. You know the things that he has told you that he said will come to pass and have yet to come to pass. So why panic? Why? 
Why be terrified? Have faith in God's purpose. Have faith in God's promises to you that it will come to pass. In every place, there is a purpose. And in every purpose, there is a promise. God has given you the ability to determine the purpose for that place. God has given you the ability to determine the purpose for this place that you're in. God has given you the ability to determine the purpose for this quarantine. God has given you the ability to determine the purpose for this shelter in place. God has given you that ability. Okay. Every place has a purpose and God will allow you to choose this purpose of this place that you're in. So you can choose You can simply choose to survive in this or you can choose to thrive in it. The choice is up to you. You can simply survive this quarantine, shelter in place, coronavirus pandemic, or you can be strengthened by it. It is your choice, right? It is your choice. Is this going to be a place where you are going to be bitter, disappointed, complain, oh, woe is me and lay down and die? Or is this going to be a place that you will find a deeper source to drink from? This can be the place where you tap into your purpose like never before. This can be the place where you can rest on God's promise, knowing that if he said it, it will come to pass. God said what he said, period. Knowing that you can't die if his promise has not been fulfilled. This is your time. And I want to remind you that you can re- you can only find strength in certain places. So you can use this time to find strength. The word says in Proverbs 19, 21, many are the plans in the person's heart, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. So when God gives you a promise and assigns you a purpose, you can find peace. You can find peace just like Jesus in the back of the boat sleeping because you know that it will come to pass. So you can sleep on it. You don't have to stress about it, cry over it. You don't have to worry. You don't have to extend any more energy. When you sleep and when you're resting in this season, God is working. But are you being obedient to what he's telling you to do? Are you choosing God's purpose for this? season or are you choosing your purpose for this season? That's the real question. Are you choosing what God told you to do or are you just going to choose what everybody else saying you should do? What God told you to do is 10 times better with what other people say you should do. Your purpose is not determined by others' opinions. Your purpose is not determined by what others tell you that you should be doing in this quarantine. Your purpose is only determined by what God is saying you should do in this quarantine. So when you have a promise from God, you can rest your soul, rest your head and rest assured, okay? You could rest assured that in every purpose, there is a promise. And I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me, hear me, hear me. You cannot die in this storm. You cannot die in this season because there is a purpose on the other side. Every valley is between two mountains. So that means there is something on the other side. There is something greater that God has you to do and you know it and you feel it down on the inside of you. Your soul is fired up because you know that is plenty that God has assigned you to do that has not come to pass yet. So you can just sit there there 
in the back, relaxing, knowing that God is up to something, that God is about to do a miracle, that God is going to show up and show out because he promised you that X, Y, and Z will happen. So you can sit and wait in expectation that X, Y, and Z will come to pass. No matter what season you are in, the purpose of God will prevail. The promise produces peace. The purpose produces rest. Deuteronomy 31 6 says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord, your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That's the promise. God will never leave you or forsake you. So you can rely on that. You can rest on that. You can sleep on that. That God will be providing a way out of no way because he promised you that he would never leave you or forsake you. You can rely on that. When you feel like you're getting down to the last can in your cupboard, you can rely on the fact that God will never leave you or forsake you, that he will never see his seed begging for bread. So what does that mean for you? That means that you can rest knowing that in this moment, it looks like I have lack, but actually God's promise is that he will never leave me or forsake me. So I don't know how he's going to do it, but he surely is going to provide a way whether I see it or not. So have courage in knowing that you have been predestined called, justified, and glorified. You are God's chosen one. You over there listening to me right now. God has chosen you specifically. You are marked for this season. When he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you were going to be up here in 2020 coronavirus pandemic. He knew that. So guess what? He created something on the inside of you that would get you through it because he knew you were going to come up against it. So do not be dismayed. Do not be worried. Be anxious for nothing. Romans 8.29 says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed in the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among the many brothers and sisters and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified and those he justified he also glorified so I need you to get a revelation that God promised it to you so you know that you can't die in this season if God gave you a promise know that you have to survive know that you have to make it God has to prove his power and guess what my God is not human and he should not lie. Numbers twenty three nineteen says, God is not human that he should lie. Not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Purpose is determined before it is discovered. So you don't have to ask God to do what he already promised you to do. So I want you to keep your courage. Have faith in God that it will happen just as he told you. Okay, that's a promise. Acts 27, 25 says, so keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. So have faith in God that it will happen just as he told you. Now is the time to use your voice and declare what this season will be. Let me tell you something. If you say it, if you say it, so it will be. Job twenty two twenty eight says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. So, here's what I want you to do. Call this place a blessing, and it will be. Call this place a setup, 
and it will be. Call this year the best year of your life and it will be. Don't let the enemy distract you in this season. Do not let the enemy distract you in this season from what God is doing in your midst. Listen, God is up to something. Don't let the enemy distract you from seeing God move, from seeing God perform his miracles, from walking in your abundance, from being a blessing or receiving a blessing. Don't let the God, don't let the enemy distract you from what God is doing. God will use this season to make you stronger, to make you better, wiser, consistent, purposeful, rich, more disciplined, and so much more. But will you allow him or will you fall to the ease of the distraction of what everyone else is doing? Are you too busy trying to jump on the bandwagon and join in what you see other people doing during quarantine, but not doing what God has called you to be do? I want you to know this, that delayed obedience is disobedient. So if God has called you to write in this season, to write a book, to write a sermon, to start saving, to start reaching out to certain people, and you haven't done it because you are spending time on Netflix, on Instagram, watching the news, then guess what? You are being disobedient to the to God. You are being disobedient to what he has called you to do. And he has called you to do much in this season. So this is not the time to be disobedient. Let God use this time to strengthen your foundation and set you up for the next season. You do not know when we will jump out of this coronavirus pandemic. You don't know how quickly things can turn around. And when things turn around quickly, your position Where you stand, what you have set yourself up for is dependent on what you choose to do in this season, is dependent on the purpose you choose for this season. Is this just a relax and chill? I'm I'm asking like for real though, is this just a relax and chill season for you? Or is this, I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to realign myself with God. I'm going to see how he wants me to move in this season. I'm going to seek divine strategy and wisdom. I'm going to tap into the throne room of heaven. I'm going to take my worship to the next level. And I'm going to become one with God, the Father, the the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when I come out of this season, y'all not even going to recognize the woman who went into this quarantine. You're going to see something else when I come up in the, out of this season. The fire that is within me is going to erupt and explode. You're not even going to know what hit you. Actually, matter of fact, I'm gonna have to reintroduce myself because you're not gonna know who you're talking to because what I prepared in this in this season, what I prepared behind the scenes, what I prepared while I was laying up under God, waiting for his instructions, waiting for his directions, waiting for him to speak to me, what I prepared when I was getting rid of those things that were not like him, what I prepared while he was pruning me, while I was home all by myself is evidence in evidencing itself in the woman that's going to step out of the door on the day where earth decides to open up and we can go outside. You want to be a whole new person. And I don't care what level you are in God. I don't care if you've been a Christian and you've been rocking with God your entire life, or this is your second week being saved. There is still more growth for you to do. There is still more pruning for you to go through. There is still more. God has has ordained you to a life of more and never get satisfied 
in what is before you, in the life that you're currently experiencing. Because trust me, trust and believe there is always more. God wants to bless you more. God wants to to you to experience more miracles. God wants you to go out into the highways and the byways and expand his kingdom. There's always more work for you to do. So don't ever forget that. Don't become comfortable. Always seek God for more. As I tell my students who just completed the Created for More course, there is always more. And because there is always more, you will never stop creating your life of more. You will only become better and more vigilant in listening to the voice of God and executing the strategies and doing what he says to do. So if he tells you to go outside and turn left one day, you go outside and turn left with no questions asked. If he asks you to give up your lunch, you go and give up your lunch. If he asks you to leave the keys to the house you just finished paying off and walk away and leave it to somebody else, you do that without hesitation because you know that God always has more from you and you know that your job here is to be a vessel that God can use to bless other people, a vessel that God can use to perform his miracles, a vessel that God can use to heal other people. That is your role here. So when you know that you're a vessel and when you have decided that you are living a life for Christ and when you have decided that Everything you own, you don't actually own. You're just a you're just a manager over it. God owns it and he's just advising you what to do with it, whether it's your time, whether it's your finances, whether it's your gift. When you come to that understanding, let me tell you something. The way God can move in your life because you have completely 100% yielded everything, everything you own, everything you are, your heart, your gifts, your talent, every single thing to God and you let him replace it with 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 his words of wisdom with what he wants you to do with this in this season and what else God has going on for you so I want you I really want you to think about it are you gonna let God use this season to make you stronger, better, wiser, cons- more consistent, purposeful, rich, more disciplined, and so much more. So hold on to God's promises and purpose. But most importantly, choose the purpose of this place wisely. Don't just survive this coronavirus pandemic, but be strengthened by it. The choice is yours. Listen to what I say before we we finish this thing up and go into prayer. The choice is yours. Choose wisely what you're going to do. Choose wisely what you're going to listen to. Choose wisely what you are going to watch. Choose it all very wisely. Go back to the promises of God. Remember, there are the recorded promises that are in the Bible and there are the promises that he has told you via revelation or prophetic word or he has dropped into your spirit. Go back to those promises. And this is why it's always good to write things down and to keep a journal. Because when you write things down, when you write God's promises down throughout the years, you can reflect on what he has told you from three years ago that may have slipped your mind. I want you to remember the promises. And if you can't think of any personal promises that God has given you, if they're not coming to mind, or maybe you're new to faith and you haven't experienced that yet, then I want you to go back to the recorded work. Go read your Bible and find those promises. So let's just finish off this episode like we always do with a prayer. 
And we're going to pray God's promises today because I know that this, 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 this day is going to be the last day that you stand there and waste time trying to figure out why it happened. But instead, you're going to move on and move with the promises of God. So let's pray his promises. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you today thanking you for your word, thanking you for your revelation, God. Thank you for your promise and your purpose. We ask that you continue to move in our lives. You continue to strengthen us in this season. You continue to teach us how to become more disciplined, that you comfort us in this season. Lord, you promise never to leave us or abandon us in our time of need. And even when we can't feel your presence, God, we know you are near. We know your promises are true and we thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, teach our heart to rest in your presence and to not be afraid or anxious and to always trust in you. Lord, you promise to work all things together for the good of those who love you, God. And because we love you, God, we know that you are working out this situation, this pandemic, this virus for our good. We know that you are working in our lives, no matter how we feel or what troubles we face. We know that you are working things out for our good. Thank you for being a sovereign God who sees the end from the beginning and uses even painful things the things we don't understand to bring about good. Lord, you promise, Heavenly Father, that you would enact justice for us. So Heavenly Father, we ask that one day we will see your truth be proclaimed throughout this world, God. We ask that when the time is right, you will destroy this evil forever. We cry out to you as the great judge who upholds justice and mercy. God, we trust you to avenge the evil that has touched our lives that has touched this world. And we thank you that the final justice is not our responsibility, but it is yours. And we thank you that we will strive to live at peace with everyone, knowing vengeance is yours, God. Lord, we trust you. We trust your timing. We trust your power and we trust your promises. Lord, you promised to accomplish your purpose through us. And as we pray for the purpose that you have downloaded into the inside of us for the purpose that you assigned us for the purpose that you gave us before you knitted us together in our mother's womb we trust that your word will perform its renewing work we trust that your word is powerful we know that your word is powerful and it teaches us what is true and exposes our errors lord so help us to understand your truth and equip us for every good work. God, finally, you promised us that we will never grow weary. You supply to us limitless power and you increase the strength of those who need it. So thank you for renewing our strength each day, God. Thank you for renewing our health each day, God. And as we trust in you, God, we expect that she will continue to move in this season. Lord, teach us how to wait on you. Lift us up on the wings of eagles so that we can soar above our current circumstances, God. Although our to-do list may seem long and our trials seem great, we know that you give us strength. We know that you have no rival. You have no equal. You are the creator of heaven and earth and nothing is too much for you. So we ask that you provide us with 
wisdom and knowledge to get us through this season, God, that we will have the peace that surpasses all understanding, God, that we will be able to go forth and be a light in a very dark place, that the fire that is within us will spark up again and burn brightly because you have assigned us to go forth and do great things. So we thank you for our promise. We thank you for the peace. We thank you for this happiness. We thank you for a fresh abundance of your joy, knowing that you will do what you said you will do. We know that because you said it, it will come to pass. And we thank you. We thank you for what you've done in the past. We thank you for what you're doing right now. And we thank you for what you will do in the future. In this, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slate podcast. Be sure to catch new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to meet you on our social media. So be sure to follow us at Pray Plan Slate Podcast or follow our host Shante Sapphire at Shante Sapphire. See you all next week.